take 95. <laughs> I am Alex, and I'm super. And I'm Dr. Kevin, and I'm the natural. <laughs> His voice cracked. And I am Pastor Rob, and I'm still a junkie. And we are the, the Supernatural Junkies. junkies. That yeah, wasn't bad. That's that was good. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Supernatural Junkies. We have an extra special guest with us today, not just Is he Is Dr. he extra Kevin. special or triple special or how many specials? Well, this is the third time. Well, it's his yes. fourth episode with us, but he's been on here a couple times. So it's the trifecta. That's right. right. Dr. Tri- Dennis trifecta. is back in the house. Right. Hat trick. That's right. <laughs> That's right. He's, he's on the hat trick now, and uh, it's my partner in crime and also the co-author of the book, uh, The COVID Beast. So uh, we're pulling in for quite a few episodes here because, you know, we really have got a lot of stuff to talk about. And especially, you know, having a little bit of a medical background here just makes a huge difference to understand, you know, how politicians are literally taking, you know, control of a narrative that they they're not even capable of understanding. Wow. He is off with a shot already this morning. Is he not? He's like he is on fire. You know, and these guys have had coffee. Right. Well, oh, and you haven't. That's no, right. no, no, that's no coffee for me. Part. And we are crack of the morning, by the way. This is like nine o'clock on a Sunday, and uh, we've had trouble getting them in. How, how was your week, sweetheart? <laughs> I well, I was. Do you hear that raspiness? Sick, yeah. Okay, you did it again. I was sick all week, so um, uh, I'm better now. I can talk. You know, my voice was a squeak. I don't know what I had. Some kind of flu crud. Omicron. Flurona. Yeah, right. I, I don't even know. It was kind Corona of... Corona flu. It, it started to come on a little like um, the last time I had coronavirus, so I was a little scared. I was like, no, because, you know, it started with the body aches really bad and headache, but um, now I just, I'm fine. I could talk, and I'm sure the kids aren't excited about that, but it's good to have my voice back. How about you, Dr. Dennis? How was your week? Yeah, my week was good. The week before that wasn't good because we were sick, my wife mm. and I, but uh, I don't sick or symptomatic we'll say the body was getting rid of whatever but the it was mind was with. unchallenged wasn't it Tom? it was unchallenged <laughs> on my pillow <laughs> those are the best challenges it's funny you're like oh i'm gonna watch a lot of movies today and you watch one you go oh my god i can't watch two no, no. <laughs> you're like how do you even get through it so. no well this was for me that one of the reasons i was like well i don't know if it's current because i can actually concentrate and watch a movie this one how was your, what did you have like yeah the same flu. thing i mean I, I i knew it was the flu because two years ago before all this uh, corona stuff started wait there's um, no such thing as flu anymore there's only well it makes it makes you it makes you wonder though doesn't that alex i mean go? if everything was corona cured the flu did the flu exist or did they wait, also what? create the flu right Stop it. Now you're making us think. I think wait, I have not had I'm surprised coffee. they haven't blamed it all on God yet. But uh, <laughs> Well, we're going to be having some great episodes, and uh, we're going to be talking about kids in particular, and it's going to be talking about saving our children, you know, from really, you know, experimentation. And uh, so we're going to have a, probably a couple of episodes there. But there's just been so much happening, and, you know, we've had a lot of trouble, you know, getting through a couple of little hurdles, and we are now... Who's our host now? Podbean? Um, yes, we are. Um, but you can find us everywhere you find your podcast now. We are we are settled and ready. And I just, Kevin and I have to acknowledge that um, we just found out that we are top 10% of podcasts globally. In the world. Globally, yeah. Out of 2.8 million podcasts, we yeah. rank in the top 10%. So wow. we just want to say thank you to all of our listeners because we know that that's only possible because of you guys. Right. 
Because well, it's really just not the three of us listening. And that's nice to know. So thank you. And really last year, folks, I mean, honestly, we were shut down literally by... Um, About two w- yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were... It anchor. Was, it, anchor at anchor first. Anchor was an anchor. And then we tried to switch waist. to another host and mm-hmm. somehow it converted all of our MP3s into... A4. A4. And we were shut down all over the world. I do know why so, that happened, though. And uh, right. so the long story short, we've had some technical difficulties and uh, we do have Rob as well going to be coming back for just a couple of episodes He's had some life changes, and so it's been difficult to get everybody scheduled. But we got Dr. Dennis in so, the house. And yeah, that's. Let me mention really quick that um, Supernatural Junkies is now officially Kevin and myself. Um, Rob is off the podcast. Um, he will come in to host every now and then, which would be great. We'd love to have him back because um, we love Rob, and he's always welcome. And um, but yeah, for now. It's just us, and we'll be having guests on, and we, we would like to have Dr. Dennis on the regular, too, because he's an awesome guest and um, full of knowledge. Well, don't build me up too much, Alex. I guess he's re- got some work. <laughs> he's ridiculously I, well, good looking, too. I was too, waiting for him to, to bring that up. Right yeah, he forgot to tell us how good looking Dr. Dennis is. It's true, <laughs> and he's, um, he's a ninja doctor. So. <laughs> In other words, he's a chiropractor. Right, but he's a ninja. and um, Cairo ninja. <laughs> that's our favorite part. <laughs> so we're breaking in today i mean we're all just chomping at the bit today because you know this is really going to be called olympus has fallen and and really by olympus we're talking about the covid olympus wasn't that a movie though with what's his face will smith right um not just it was was the guy that was the 300 guy yeah yeah yeah. oh yeah that guy what was his name how can we not remember? He's you got know a little old. bit of a British accent. You know? We are so old that we literally it's can't bad. remember. It is bad. Well, every other movie, he, you know, it's going to pale and compared to Sin to 300. I mean, that was the ultimate yeah. male movie yeah, of was. all time, practically. <laughs> that, that and Gladiator. And <laughs> lots of biblical um, undertones in 300 there. Yes. Yeah. And it, the CGI was great. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it was really it was. good. <laughs> But uh, so when we say Olympus has fallen, we are going to take you through one show. And you're going to see that virtually every single tenet of the COVID narrative has fallen. Virtually everything that they have told us, virtually everything that we have believed, virtually everything they have done is admittedly either not worked or absolutely false. And, you know, this is a powerful show because it starts to show you, hey, this this house of cards has fallen. And, and that's what the Bible said, that truth would what? Win. Truth would win. But it sure hasn't felt like it. And you can see, we'll talk about today, how the truth hasn't even begun to permeate society. And uh, the average person out there is completely has false information. So, you know, I'm just going to throw the hat in. And I know Dr. Dennis, he... <laughs> Wait, li- um, any more metaphors you got to throw in there? Dominoes are starting <laughs> Metaphorically to speaking. Um, the cake is crumbled. We all wear masks. Metaphor, but I do have a psalm that I... Oh, okay. Even really better. Think what that. you're going to be biblical I know, now? Got to bring it back. Hey, got to bring it back, Doc. Um, <laughs> psalm 91. Um, I'm going to read the whole psalm, but I think the I first verse. few verses um, really give us hope and faith in what we're what we're going through here. So, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him I will trust. Surely He shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. Hmm, interesting there, huh, Doc? 
Shouldn't have put two right. P's together. Yeah, though. that P-P, was clearly that's tough, that was man. That was tough. He shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrows that fly by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, mm. nor of the destruction that lays waste at the noonday. Mm. Wow. I think, you know, we need to remind ourselves... You know, as children of God, He's He's got our back. That's right. Yeah. You know, and everything that we're going to talk about today is what we've been saying for over a year now. Yeah, and um, we have a book called The COVID Beast, and it's available. It's out on um, Amazon. We well, should hopefully uh, be oh, in the next couple of weeks. Wait a minute. Don't tell them about Amazon. They can we get it at supernaturaljunkies.com. That's right. You can pre-order. Get it cheaper. It's way cheaper there. You like can pre-order $4 the book. cheaper. Way cheaper, even with shipping. So let me explain what Amazon does. Do you Amazon know how hard does. it is to beat Amazon's price? Mm. Wait, we the, beat they it. They do that on purpose. Do you know what they're doing with his book? So they got his book um, on, what was it, Kindle? Right. Right. So then the, what they do because they were letting you pre-order the book and Kevin's like, how is that possible? Because then they take that information and make it into a book. Yeah, they, they print their own books. Um, it's called, oh, really? Thie- yes, it's called Thievery, people. That's stealing. Um, <laughs> the that, minute you put not- it on there, they print all their own books. Yep. And they take, Holy crap. yeah, they take yep. the, the profit for it. Um, and so it's that not way even they, get, they get the profit. most amount of profit. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, if possible, order it from SupernaturalJunkies.com. You'll get it there cheaper. Um, Four dollar so cheaper. <clears throat> Four dollar. Right. It's a good deal, right? So is what we're saying. Um, so we're trying to make it cheaper to encourage you to buy it from the website. We're also going to have an Audible version come out. And also we will also will have an Audible book that you can buy on a CD and uh, have it shipped to you. So those will also be better prices on our internet. Our ship date is the 19th. So we should have books here by the 27th. And I'm hoping to have the Audible books in a CD, you know, which comes on a CD, but it's an MP3 format. Some uh, Most cars will be able to play it. And, of course, you can put it on a computer, put it on your phone, and it's a, it's a permanent copy. So. But we'll also um, have Nikki create a link so they can download it immediately once they purchase from yep. the website. So um, what we're saying is go to the website, sign up for our newsletter, too, to be the first to be made aware because you'll get that newsletter. It will come right to your inbox when that book, is av- the hard copy, is available for purchase. Also, when you can purchase the MP3. So purchase it from our website. Don't do Amazon. Thieves. That's right. Don't, who's the guy that owns that again? Bezos. <laughs> Bezos. Right? Still not richer than Solomon, though. Or is it Gavi? I found that no, out no, in church last is night. It, is it Bezos or is it Gavi? No, it's Bezos. It's Bezos. Okay, there's somebody named Gavi. Um, that, anyway, there's a long story with that one. Um, more demonic stuff. So um, we'll get into that a little bit later. I was going to do the housekeeping, but Kevin took right off. And, yes. You know. What do you got there, Doc? What are we I have gotten, with? I, I mean, let's roll, baby. Here we go. Let's do it. So here comes the first one, the mass. And I know Dr. Dennis and I, of course, we, you know, being from the healthcare field, we never believed in mass. We we yeah. already knew this was a joke from that part side of it because we knew that those were basically sp- like splash protectors, right? That's what and they are. That's really right. all they were. There's no ability to filtrate. So here we have the CNN medical and analysts finally saying that surgical masks are useless. And, uh, you know, this is a huge house of cards that falls because honestly, this has marred the face of every single person on the planet literally taken away our faces taken away our humanity 
right? All because we believe, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not just that. It's, you know, even here in Florida, again, we have the most free state in the country in a lot of ways, and people still come in with masks. I want to say it could be close to 30% in my office. Mm -hmm. And I, every patient, I tell them, you do not (laughs) have to wear a mask in my office. Oh, my favorite is the guy alone in his car wearing a mask with the windows up. What? Well, you know what Kermit says about that. Kermit the Frog said he's just afraid he's going to lick the window. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like, totally. But we knew the mask was 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 false from the beginning. We talked about that. The surgical mask, the reason why surgeons wear it, or nurses, whether in the ORs, so they don't spit on the patient. Right. Okay? I mean, that's the only thing it does. If they sneeze, they cannot turn their head because it will come out the side and contaminate the surgical site. So there's um, we've talked about this. Um, in the book, uh, did a lot of research on this over a year ago, yep. and there was only one study that showed that a mask could actually help, and that's if the sick person was wearing it when they were symptomatic, and um, possibly that could reduce um, the con- uh, contagion by 20%. Right. Um, the, this also uh, blows up their narrative. Remember, the narrative was the asymptomatic spread, which was also false. We never yes. learned that in school, did we, Kim? No. There's no um, such thing. You yeah. know, and their whole thing was it, 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 this was all about submission. Mm-hmm. So um, this goes back and said, just like the tests are about submission. Um, we can't submit to this, folks. We, we just cannot submit to this. Um, I constantly go back to a discussion with my with my brother where he talks about um, David and Goliath and we and we talk about how um, you know David first conquered the lion and the bear before he conquered the Philistine mm-hmm. and you first have to conquer the lion and the bear before you go if you're going to resist the the vaccine which is the driving uh, force behind this whole um, pandemic you have to resist the mask and you have to resist the test because neither one of them are beneficial to you or to public health. The test is we know is that uh, the PCR test was never testing for COVID specifically. It tests for an RNA uh, strand, and they can find it in 97% of them if they cycle threshold over 35 because that's a, you get a 97% false positive. And with the mask, the mask doesn't do anything. It just basically cuts off your oxygen. You breathe in more carbon dioxide. It gets sweaty. You, uh, the American, like we, I said a couple episodes ago, the American Dental Association came out last summer and said that they're seeing more periodontal disease because of the bacterial inhaling of the bacteria from the mask, and people aren't changing out their mask and so forth. So, Well, if you look at any mask protocol, I mean, the mask protocol is wash your hands, right? Put the mask on. Do not touch it again. And and because that is catching things you are breathing, there is something there. It can't filter anything as small. I mean, we talked about how the American Association of Physicians and Surgeons said, well, basically, it's simple. This is 800 times too small to be filtered by something like this. Yes. And so then you start to say, okay, so it maybe could catch something, right? But it can't stop what we're talking about. But it's there. And so then just ask yourself, when's the last time you put on a new mask? When's the last time you washed it? When's the last time you washed your hand? You start to really realize that this whole narrative doesn't make any sense, right? Because nobody's really capable of following the protocol of wearing a mask properly. And especially children. All they do all day long is grab it and touch it and what are you told to do well you don't want to touch your mouth right when you're sick right mm-hmm. and this is what they're doing yeah. so you can see there's lots of mechanisms to speed this up but you know the mass thing is just 
again, it's almost like warfare. You know, it's if you think about, you know, why do the, do do the women in Islam wear those those masks? Because it's a form of of psychological, right? Yeah, the warfare. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, right? so that he <clears throat> right, so Submission. that the men don't find them attractive, right? So that they don't get raped. Right, it's, you know, like, but it's I'm also sorry. had to do with submission too. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. Um, but because it's the woman's fault if she's somehow appealing to the man, right? And he can't control himself. That's so ridiculous. Um, but wait, I just have a question. So if you just wear one mask, I could see everything one you said mask. was probably true. But what if you wear them free? Like if you've got three masks, like Tony says, they got to be better. You got to be able to stop it, right? Oh my gosh! <laughs> like because I, you know, <laughs> I always laugh. You know that little um, meme where that there's this adorable little chunky girl running, and it's like you know what I think I look like when I'm running, and it has this really hot girl running on the beach. And it's like, but what I actually look like when I'm running right? <laughs> right. is that little chunky girl about to fall. Yep. Um, and it's so me. Uh, but also that's kind of how I view the mask thing. Like so. Um, what I think I look like when I'm running, you know, so this is where the mask is Usain Bolt, right? Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> but what, you know, the virus actually looks like is Usain Bolt is that little chunky girl is what we want that spike protein to be. Cause we think it can't make it through the masks. No folks, Usain Bolt can slip through anything. So, um, <laughs> but, yeah. and that's what it's like, you know, yeah. cause it's such a small, small thing. It can make it through Tony, it makes it through three masks, all right? You might get a little spittle on there, though. A little spittle. <laughs> well, let me just blow up this mic for a second. Here we go. So we have hospitalizations being the number one thing that people are really holding over our head. You know, that our hospitals are somehow overwhelmed. We have a complete collapse of what they're saying about the hospital. Now, we've talked about the cooking of the books before. But here we have Fauci admitting that the COVID hospitalization numbers, not just for regular people, but for children, okay, are dramatically overcooked. He says, if you look at the children that are hospitalized, many of them are hospitalized with COVID as opposed to be because of COVID. Folks, that's a dramatic change right in the intent of why that child is there and that Absolutely. is something that has been used to get people to justify and this is why we're going to have multiple episodes about how to save our children but here is Fauci admitting that we have the governor of course of, of New York admitting that the hospitalizations are inflated by 50 percent again the same reason why the most valuable diagnosis that they can get when they go to the hospital is COVID pays more money folks and that's why that's the primary diagnosis and how is it that possible that we can have a, a, an active or an immediate condition, okay, again, with the Omicron very close to a regular old flu, right? And, and how can we put that above a heart attack or above these other things? Because we go back to that rule change, right? That they can put an active or immediate condition ahead of an underlying condition that's actually the reason why the person's in the hospital. And that's what's actually happened. It's a way to supersede all the normal protocols. And that's how these numbers are inflated. So here we have people, okay, that are literally trying to tell us, okay? And the same mechanism that they're admitting to is the same mechanism that blew absolutely everything out of proportion. Hospitalizations are completely, ridiculously off because of those way of counting. And now we have Fauci, and now we have mm-hmm. the governor. Quick cool on a Fauci, three masks. Yeah, three masks, right? Well, I mean, the, the, Doc, you're right. I mean, but... Again, we said this previously too. Yep. Right. Follow the money. Is this a show where we're follow going, the money? This is a show that is we're that jumping is, up and down and saying we were right. Yeah, <laughs> we're right. We're right. Yeah, slam our fist. No, but uh, it's all about the money. 
Um, yes. They, I mean, again, we're going back to the faulty test. Right. Everyone who goes in the hospital has got to be tested. Well, you better test positive so we can get that extra thirteen thousand dollars right. for that uh, for that diagnosis. Yes. You know, um, and that's definitely where we're going because yeah. if these hospitalizations, right, are are being inflated, it's not just because that they had COVID while they were being treated for something else. That's the second part of the equation. Now we have the CDC, uh, Rachel Walensky, basically admitting that the PCR test can test positive off and on for um, up to 12 weeks. weeks. So that's really close to three months. (laughs) I mean, folks, um, that makes it completely, what will we say, useless. useless. (laughs) But this is also why we're seeing this dichotomy between how the unvaxxed and vaxxed are treated because if you're unvaccinated you can now according to their guidelines go back to work without being tested five days after if you're it's, unvaccinated if you're, no, vac- sorry, or if you're, if you're vac- vaccinated if you're okay. vaccinated if you're unvaccinated you have to have proof of test right which according to that can take up to 12 weeks right mm-hmm. um wh- what is this nonsense so these people are being told you're not going to get paid you have to stay home and you have to provide a clear test that you don't have coronavirus anymore. But those tests can say that you do up to 12 weeks. This is ridiculous. But if you are vaxxed, free and clear. Okay, Bye. so this goes to my original point earlier. This is all about getting people to the vaccine. No, no. It has nothing to right. do it's trying to make with it the virus. It has nothing sure. to, the virus was just, a, was just a, an avenue of getting people to the vaccine. Yes. Right. And we've all heard it, that COVID is a mnemonic for certification of vaccination ID. Yes. Okay. Right. Well, there's something to that. Right. Exactly. Um, you know, um, there's, you know, there's no reason to test an asymptomatic person. We know that. Right. Like Kevin just said, everything's come off. You know, we know that the masks don't work. The testing doesn't work. All this is why they're still doing it. Right. Why, yep. are, they, why are they submitting people, unvaccinated people to the test? Because they want to make them submit to the vaccine. Right. Yes. You know. And where we go with the book is exactly what Dr. Dennis said, that mm-hmm. if you've been reading your Bible for 2,000 years, you should have been looking for a cause to come in the world. And this cause, okay, is going to give something very unique to the beast government of Revelation, which is the final government. He needs access to our body. Your body has been his goal all along. And the other thing that's part of that, it's not just coming up with a hook cause that somehow justifies what he wants to make it somewhat plausible. It's the fact that he also needs the power to make Christians look really bad, right? Why? Because we are, we're, we're, because of our religious beliefs, we don't get to buy and sell. This crazy idea that our body is somehow the Lord's, that's ridiculous. Your body is the government's, right? Well, that's you, what, that's what the Supreme Court decision just said. That's right. We'll tell that. You don't too. own your body. Right. Um, I just want to say this reminds me of a matador who's standing there with the red cape. And so the, to me, like the coronavirus is basically the red cape, right? Mm-hmm. And then once you flip that back, there's a bull waiting there, an mm-hmm. angry bull. You know, that's that's how I feel. I feel like the coronavirus is just that little red flag. You mm-hmm. know, let's just throw that down, pull them in, and then attack, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what the bull's waiting to do. But um, Dr. McCullough was saying that the World Health Organization says no asymptomatic testing. Absolutely. On their website, it says no asymptomatic testing because it's, as I said, it's BS. It doesn't do anything. You should only test when someone is acute, has acute symptoms. Um, yeah. this, that has always been how it's supposed to be and done. It, also, they do with the flu. Yeah. Right. And FDA has never required or approved asymptomatic testing, and it goes against all public and regulatory health rules. 
So, I mean, for those of you who are, they're demanding, your job is demanding that, you can say that. The World Health Organization says on their site, no asymptomatic testing. That's right. Now, go back to just a year ago. Virtually every major paper was admitting that 80% of the people that tested positive for COVID were asymptomatic. Yeah. And that means these two numbers that have been holding us hostage in the top part of our screen. Yep. Right? The number of positive tests, 80% of those are gone because the WHO, even the WHO admits there's no such thing as an asymptomatic carrier, right? So we're starting to run this down. And now we find out that what? The PCR test is flawed. Now, we already knew that. And we have that in the mm -hmm. book mm -hmm. because I had multiple nurses telling me that they were testing positive off and on for months. And then the hospitals just suddenly changed the rules and said, yeah, we realize this. And this is going to make the whole thing look bad. So now we test you once and now you're off for 10 days, whether you're symptomatic or not. Now, think right. about what they just did there. They knew that this person's asymptomatic, but to cover Okay, the butt, right, mm -hmm. of the fact that this test doesn't work, they have to put them off. Even though when they come back to work and they are symptomatic, they won't even test them again. Yep. Right? And you start to realize this whole house of cards, Olympus is falling right in front of our face. If Absolutely. the PCR test falls, the entire thing falls. Yeah, but the problem is, is that as much as we know and the fallacy that is before us, they're not stopping. No. no, they are not stopping. They they are going to, you know, they're still pushing for boosters. Yes. You know, and triple, triple vax and so forth. You got people that are triple, quadruple vax that oh. are catching uh, oh, my, Omicron. Oh, yeah, no, no, my brother and sister. Sorry, no. brother and sister. But they, they, they are vaxxed. I assume they've had their boosters by now because it's Detroit. Um, but uh, they just caught Omicron and my mom was on the phone with me she's like i can't believe that and it's like yeah. and i was like you still she's the second time she told me this i was like you, you still think that it's that a vaccine I, <laughs> I mean come on um and i, I just wanted to, I was like mom please stop getting it because i'm worried about you yeah well if you think dr dennis isn't telling you the truth i can tell you this that if you just go in cdc rachel walensky admits covid19 pcr tests have major flaw you won't find it it's on, by the way, uh, the Daily Wire, right? And if you find it, what you'll see is three or four sites pop up to say that that was just a misinterpretation of what she was saying. Oh, I'll, I'll post, oh, I'll post her saying it on Does that make sense? Instagram. Yeah. And that's exactly what we're talking about here. We, we Again, this is a lot like the Let's Go Brandon thing. You can't hear what your ears are just clearly, you're mishearing what those people are saying. Yes. I'm going to tell you what they're saying. Yes. And that's exactly what happened here again when she finally admits the truth of how inaccurate this test really it's the is. It's Star Wars trick, right? There are no drones here. There, there's no that's right these are not the droids you were looking for <laughs> exactly right so and you, you know then you know here's the newest one uh cdc walensky also admits that the vast majority of covid deaths had not one oh no it's four 75 percent of the people dying of covid had four see as doctors folks i'm going to tell you there's two things that my practice my license everything hinges upon number one when a patient comes in the door is something called informed consent. Yeah, what is if that, If they doc? do something that we didn't talk about, give to them, et cetera, et cetera. If they, we don't get that informed consent, I'm, I'm, in, I'm out there living in a van down by the river, 
Right. And so this is where we're at with this. And the second part of it is something called medical necessity. And medical necessity has to be based upon symptoms and evaluations and exams, right? And differential diagnosis. We have to make a differential diagnosis because again, think about this. If a patient comes in with cancer, we don't do radiation, surgery, and chemotherapy, right? We don't do all those. No. You would kill a lot of people. We differentially diagnose where is the cancer? What kind of cancer is it, right? What stage is it in? These are the things we go to so that we change the, we have one size fits all here. And so this is what she's telling you that if you don't have four, four comorbidities, right? You're not the people that are dying from this. And again, the nursing home thing alone, more than 50% of the people that died of COVID died in the nursing home. So you start to see here, if people were allowed to realize that they didn't actually have risk, that there's different risks for COVID based upon age, based upon primarily. Mm. Once that statistic came out that said that 94% of the people that died of COVID had more, did not die of only COVID. They had a comorbidity. They had an underlying condition. The whole narrative should have changed. It did it change. Should, it, it did. It went to cases. That's right. It went, to, it cases. went to cases. That's when they That's when they switched it to the cases and the testing. Exactly. But if you're a person who mm -hmm. didn't have any mortalities, mm -hmm. no underlying conditions, that means that you virtually had no risk of dying of COVID. I mean, immediately, Correct. those Check people shouldn't have changed one thing in their life. Remember, we're, we're pro we got hundreds of thousands. I, I haven't been able to nail this statistic down, but I've heard even up to a million small private businesses have went out of business because mm -hmm. of this. You lost everything, and you were a young, healthy guy with or woman with no comorbidities, which means right. there's no way you were at risk. You shouldn't have had to do anything different. And again, um, the government had no godly jurisdiction to shut down. That's right. The the environment. Absolutely. The, uh, the, the economy, because they don't they don't have that was not their. They can't protect you against a, a virus. We're just. I think the thing that all of us are saying over and over is that open your eyes to the people that still believe this is this this these policies these masking these vaccines work we're just asking you to do don't believe our research do your own dig a little deeper find out which companies made the most amount of money during the shutdown yes um and and what they're doing with that money look at how much I, i'm just saying fauci made um during these shutdowns how many billions has he made because he is part of moderna i i mean do you see how ridiculous this all is because there's something bigger at play the bottom line is we can talk about how all this is crap and how these dominoes are falling but you need to look deeper Yep. Because it's not about the vaccine. We need to look to our Bibles, but we also, the reason we're having this show is because we have the main people that per perpetuated this delusion upon our whole world right. are actually the ones that are now admitting these key details. But as soon as they admit them, will anybody cover, right? Did anybody cover when, when Fauci and Walensky admitted that, the, and this is last summer, that the viral lows, the nasal titers, it's not just that they admitted that people are vaxxed, catch and spread COVID. No, no, we're talking exactly the no, same I, levels, right, right? And I posted that, right? that video because but, you couldn't find anywhere else. Right. So here you have them admitting this. But when, when Biden comes out with his vaccine mandate, if both people catch it and spread it and the nasal titers are the same, why would he come out with a mandate that only tests who? The unvaccinated. 
it's completely the opposite of what the science is saying. Mr. Science himself said one of those things, right? And so you have to understand, this is when you get the misinformation. Biden moves forward with a vaccine mandate that completely ignores the fact right from their own mouth. Walensky and Fauci saying, yes, both people should be tested, but guess what? So then this is where you go. You say, hey, well, why did I take the vaccine? Oh, you'll be less symptomatic. You mean I'd be more likely to go to work? (laughs) You know, if there was an asymptomatic carrier, they possibly created one. Fauci actually used the word, he used the word super spreader. Well, that's what coronavirus, that's what the COVID vaccine actually makes them is asymptomatic spreaders. So that's what I'm saying. Now you look at the mandate and who should have been tested more, not less, not at all. They're, they don't test them at all. So this is what I'm telling you. The basic science defies what the law. And you remember the episode you did, which is a great episode. Go back and listen to it. But it talks about how God sends the strong delusion because they lost their love for the truth. Folks, if you heard Fauci and Walensky say that, and then he comes out with a mandate that's exactly the opposite of what the science says, there's no support for what they're saying to to test only the unvaccinated, right? Right. It's I I just don't know. I mean, I, I understand what what they said and stuff, and I, I don't think they know what they say sometimes. <laughs> um, it, seriously, because their statements contradict one another from week to week, right, and day to day. But um, I whether I don't know if they they could actually make them into asymptomatic spreaders because number one, I don't. There's no virus in the vaccine. The vaccine's gene therapy. Again, yep. I, I think what happens is that the is that um, is that they, they it the vaccine weakens the immune system. Right. Um, a vaccine is a clot shot. It co- we've already know that it causes uh, coagulation of, of blood uh, blood cells and so forth, and that people are are getting you know, you know embolisms and, and strokes and heart attacks and so forth from it. Um, so those things we know. We don't know if if um, because I'm, we don't know, know I, that just like be... I said before, I'm not a big, I, I, I don't believe in asymptomatic spread. Um, I'm not all, saying that so they're I, right. I'm saying that this is what their argument would be to take this to, is that you will be less symptomatic. You're not as likely to go yeah, to the like hospital. It's like the flu shot. That, that yeah, exactly. it's like, the, let me yeah. just so, minimize your symptoms. Like, but dude, even, I'm not going to take my even, risk. Even if they are right, right? They can't then turn around and say the only people that should be tested are the unvaccinated because that goes against the science. And that's what I'm telling you. We're, we, we have somebody that's just played the hokey pokey here and nobody calls them out. Right. You ready for the next hokey pokey? No, wait, wait. Let me just say this part really quick. You know why, though, you're not going to really complain once you have the vaccine about um, the symptoms, right, where you might think you're asymptomatic is because you're dying from a heart attack or blood clots. It's probably like, you know, how can you notice the sniffles, right? And how can you notice the sore throat true. when you're dying of all the other stuff that right. the vaccine gave you? Well, again, we are not wishing that on anybody. No, but we're not. We, we, are seeing, we want to stop it. We are seeing deaths from all causes go up. And that's really significant. And there's a few reasons we talked about that for the fact, example, that, you know, every month in America, 150,000 people get diagnosed with cancer. If they've gone a year now, right, three months of not getting to see your doctor, right, could kill more people, right, from cancer, right, because they didn't get that early diagnosis. So there's all kinds of reasons why we could see this death rate. But here comes the next big whammy. And this is, again, why hasn't America, okay, thrown Biden out completely after he comes out and admits that there is no national solution 
okay, to COVID. When you say that, he hasn't said that. I mean, look at what he said about Trump, right? And how about his response? Yeah. Now he comes in and admits that there's no national solution, and yet he still has a mandate that is mandating a national solution called the vaccine. Right. No, yeah, he says that the vaccine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's no solution. But take the vaccine anyway. And in fact, but that's no, no. what they've been saying. It, no, it, no, you have to take but it. Yeah, we have to take it. Well, and then the Supreme Court just pretty much said you have to take it. Well, if in some ways, yes. You did, well, they have. Yeah. And, um, you know, the Sad. fact that they, you know, they left the door open on the OSHA side for Congress to legislate mandatory vaccines. You're and ahead that, of yourself, Doc. I know. <laughs> I know. He's, but, he's been dying all day to get to this. We I, are well, going to get That's important. Yeah, it is. But you can see, what I want you to see, folks, is how, if I was there, I would have said, I'm sorry, you're, you know, you can't do that. You either take responsibility, say you're the president and you have a plan, but you can't say there is no plan, everything I've done has failed, and the state should take over because I completely... Okay, can't fix this and then still keep your mandate. I'm sorry, you can't have it both ways. Okay, and this is what I'm saying. Americans, we don't care that Biden said three times that we're not going to give you a mandatory vaccine. We don't even care that these vaccines were rolled out and we were told they were 90%, right? I can't get over it because I can't. You said this and it didn't happen. Now you are a liar. This is where we don't even care. We knew he was lying. We knew they were lying. We don't really care as long as we get to go back, what? To normal. Right. Right. And this is why we've lost our love for the truth. Right. Well, uh, we got to wake up, Kev. I mean, the church has got to wake up. The right. church has got to be the church. The church is asleep. Please. You know, um, there yeah. is no, the government does not have jurisdiction over your body. Yes. I mean, period. It and just doesn't why, I mean, that's the whole premise to the book. Right. And we cannot give up access to our bodies. It's exactly it. And you, the government does not have ac- uh, jurisdiction over your body. And our, they can't force you to do anything. And even though the laws that they're trying to get through and all and so forth, you have to stand. Yep. And you have to stand, just like firm. you always say, stand firm. And yeah. I could give you lots of things that Trump said as well, but this is inexplicable to me, that, that our president... Now, first of all, when he says that we don't have one, well, what did he do? He instituted mass. He instituted distancing. He shut down our society, right? Now he's has a mandate about a vaccine. He just admitted that all of that isn't working. And yet no one is, is saying, well, if it isn't working, can we have a conversation about what would work? We still have complete boycotts of any alternative treatments to, to COVID. Complete boycotts. You Absolutely. can't even get this stuff. He's admitting it's a failure, but we're still not allowed to talk about some even possible solutions. I mean, it's just egregious. Well, Fauci did, and it was a very long talk that he gave the other day. Um, He did admit that they are studying alternative treatments like ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. I said it right for once. Um, (laughs) Which I think is stunning like now we've gotten to that point because this was just the other day it was a very long talk and he was saying we are looking at those treatments and what they you know they do now i mean but i think the big takeaway is really you cannot submit to this you cannot give them access to your bodies like this and we cannot allow them to legislate what we can and cannot do with our bodies because it doesn't stop there and that's the horrifying part i don't know that 
the next step is not um, more freedoms. It's not back to normal, folks, if that's what we're allowing to happen. Yeah. They're not going to go. Let us go back to normal. No. This they is a, this is This is a, a total plan into totalitarian government, folks. Yeah. Wake up. And um, like you were just saying, that uh, alternative treatments is funny. I'm reading the, the, a book by uh, Peter Bregan, who's an MD, and he's he's got, uh, you know, he quotes McCullough and so forth, but, and then um, that, you know, they did not allow hydroxychloroquine based on a study that, a faulty study that was done in Brazil, mm-hmm. where they gave toxic, toxic levels of hydroxy to patients who had, who were in COVID in the, and they're already in the stages of, of, um, you know, the, the, failure. the, the failure and the, and so forth where hydroxy that works up in the, in the initial stages. Yeah, and that's what McCullough has been saying is that, they, you know, the, they prevented, um, treatment, initial treatment to these patients when they should be getting treated. Right. They just tell you to go home and right. come back if your lungs collapse, you right. know. So, um, you know, that prevention right there has probably caused, you know, 85% of the deaths. That's what, right. um, according to what McCullough's saying. Remember, our president virtually called everybody that's unvaccinated a murderer. He didn't virtually. He actually he called. Did. Yes. He, he, he said, freedom, you don't have the freedom to kill me with your COVID. And yet he interferes with the, the the Omicron. No, I'm sorry, not the uh, the monoclonal antibodies, right? Our ability to get them. These guys have per- absolutely falsified tests. I mean, that Lancet article was retracted. Yeah. For the Lancet to retract something, so that is just unheard of. And so these are the kinds of things that that we can go back and prove these narratives to be completely false. But the key is, it does. They've realized now, it doesn't even matter when Fauci admits the truth or the president admits the truth because they can then just turn right around and go right back to the mandate because people won't realize, wait a minute, he just admitted everything's a failure, so why would he be going through it? It never even occurs to people. This is the kind of fog that America, the world has been, it's a spiritual fog that has crept into our lives, right? Let's keep going, here we go. Omicron makes Biden's vaccine mandates absolutely obsolete. Try and find that one, folks. We're gonna find, uh, this one came also out of the Daily Wire. You can actually find these studies. So this quote came out of the Wall Street Journal. Now they talked about lots of reasons why the Supreme Court based upon laws and rules, should shoot this mandate down. But they said the entire issue is moot. Remember, he just admitted that the plan isn't working. This is what the Wall Street Journal said. It said it would be irrational, legally indefensible, and contrary to the public interest for the government to mandate vaccines absence of any evidence that the vaccines are effective in stopping the spread of the pathogens that they target. Yet that's exactly what is happening here. Right here, we have a, a very well-known. If you can, you can't debate this one. This is where they're they are moving forward in the absence of any evidence. In fact, we have evidence that actually shows what the opposite: taking the vaccine is causing a problem. Now, this big switch has happened. Ninety-five point four percent of all the COVID cases are not Omicron. Right. And there's over 50 different mutations that have really brought this about. But there's two studies, um, one in Denmark and then one in Canada. And uh, the study found that after 30 days, the Moderna and the Pfizer vaccines no longer had any statistical significant positive effects against vaccinated people. Okay. And here's the other problem. 
we found that they actually indicated that people have higher rates okay, of Omicron okay, than unvaccinated people. And if you look those two up, it's actually up to twice as much, twice as more, twice, twice as effective. Um, what's that one we watched the other day? Um, um, oh, gosh. O-N- OAN. OAN Network covered this, and they had one of the experts on this, and he actually showed you the graph and showed that these the number of people that were um, vaccinated had twice as more likely to actually catch and uh, Omicron. So here we have a situation where now we can see the vaccine is hurting people, but in, in any way is this changing the juggernaut? And this is what I'm trying to say. It doesn't matter whether they admit the truth because the media and the falsehood just keeps going on with the narrative. Just, just, they just change the narrative. They, 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 they control the information that people really see and hear, and they absolutely. know it. Absolutely. And they know that this guy said this or that, and it's true, but they know no one will ever hear it. Because why? They will censor it at every level. On, on the internet, right? On the, on all the facial, yeah, of course. social media, right? Right. And so this is how powerful that they really are. Well, do, the president the other day, I struggled to call him that, but um, he was just on, he was sitting, it, it was live, and he was asking, once again, made a plea to all the social media networks to stop the spread of this fake news, that they are part of the problem in allowing the fake news. Folks, uh, you know, that is so dangerous. When we start using the government's power to um, influence private companies to do their bidding. But they've been doing their bidding I all along. I know. And it's so insulting that people don't. You know, now they're coming out against oh. Joe Rogan uh, because he had. Uh, I know. You know Dr. He, Malone. Dr. Malone on yes. there and they had a good interview and so forth. But, but here's. They can't because he's got four, how many millions? He's got. He has the most popular podcast in the absolutely. world. Absolutely. And this is why those cars are falling now, because the dominoes, the cake, whatever you want to use, Kev. Because I believe because of Joe Rogan spreading, because he hits a much different demographic. He hits a more powerful demographic because they're all different ages, but a lot of young people listen to him. And so I feel like it's actually a step in the right direction because it's going to start making the people that listen question because Joe Rogan is like, no, you're in fact not going to shut me up. Well, my, my concerns two twofold. So number one, going to talking about Omicron. Has anyone isolated it yet? No. Hmm. No. There is nope. somebody who's saying they have. I did read <laughs> yeah, that the other yeah. day. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, it's just just wondering. Mm-hmm. You know, just you could just make things up, call it a name and so forth. <laughs> um, a, the other one. thing was, is that, is that when we're, I'm sitting here, I'm thinking, but you know, you talk, we're talking about all this stuff falling and how they change the narrative mm-hmm. and so forth. They're going to get, they're bullies. Okay, yeah, and they start losing, they're going to get more forceful, right? Because they know that the emperor has no clothes, and that if they do, if they lose, they're going to jail or to to the to the to the uh, jackals. Did you say the guillotine? I was going to say guillotine, Um, but I don't know. I mean, but the, the the thing that I have a problem with is that you look at like what's happening over in Australia. Yeah. They're going to fine unvaccinated right. people. First of all, what law give, mm-hmm. gives you the right to fine? But people, we have to wake up. This is totalitarianism. Yeah. They do not care about you, your rights. You don't have any rights, and you will submit, and they will continue their 
program. Yeah, well, we are praying for you in Australia. We have a lot of people falling. We know that there are concentration camps there. There we know that people are under house arrest and you know this fining system. So you know um, there there are some positives we're going to cover today. Um, you know the uh, the next one I go to is um, Bill Gates actually admitted <laughs> that the vaccines are not durable. Omicron might turn COVID-19 into an endemic, not a pandemic. That's from Bill Gates. Oh, Dr. Bill Gates. Oh, Uh, yes. Is that Dr. Bill Gates? Shouldn't, again, this is my saying. I'm sorry, but after, again, now I'm just going to say this. So I do use all Apple products, and that's like using the Antichrist. But, you know, a PC, Bill Gates... (laughs) That's Satan, clearly, right? (laughs) I'm just going with the Antichrist versus Satan himself. But I'm just saying, how in the world does anyone let him anywhere near anything called a virus? His programs couldn't stop a virus. And why does he think that he should have anything, you know, to be able to do there, right? I mean, this would be the the biggest area. Sorry, buddy, you don't have any qualifications Again, it goes back to finances. Bill Bill Gates is financially connected to Fauci. The who? Yeah. Right. Um, he's got his. He's used his foundations to to fund all these um, to fund all these vaccines and so forth. Right. So he and and believe me, his return on investment is going to be just fine. Hey, sweetie, you were telling me uh, about the different plans in Europe, and you were telling me about Boris Johnson, some of the new changes that they were that. making there. Um, you know, and they're, they've had some COVID restrictions and vaccine things, and uh, they're actually expiring, I guess, coming up January uh, 26th. Right. <clears throat> so this is from a tweet from Allison Pearson. Great last name. Um, All restrictions will be lifted on 26th of January. They wanted to introduce vaccine passports, but Omicron outran them. No excuses left. Boris Johnson has no choice, thanks to the pressure <clears throat> exerted by Sir Graham Brady, <clears throat> Esther McVale. Um, because yeah as of the 26th they're going to be lifting I mean I guess there's a choice they don't have to but they just because of some of the things that he has been saying it looks very heavily like they will lift all those restrictions because he was saying that he wants to return to normal as fast as possible again the Omicron (laughs) variant in England is turning the tide and they can't they just don't wear for them to run you know, the, it it's actually obvious. had a breakthrough where they're actually discontinuing the narrative. The, th- the sad thing is, is that our president, again, admits complete defeat, right? Mm-hmm. But doesn't change any of his mandates. And yet the American people didn't turn around and demand, you know, that he do that. So you can start to see, you know. Um, so I just this was a, another a great tweet by Mike Yoder. He said, after three doses, did you contract diphtheria, hepatitis A? Hepatitis B, HPV, influenza, measles, um, uh, mumps, pertussis, pneumonia, polio, rubella, tetanus, varicella. No, but it's the same as this so-called vaccine. Like, think about that, folks. I mean, they want you to take it every three months. Uh, that doesn't sound like a vaccine to me. Because you remember getting vaccines as a kid, right? right? If you got it's them. It's not producing immunity. Right. And then you didn't go back every three months to get more right 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 what is that i mean you common sense well you got to you know you always have to get the you know if you if, if you got hurt and stuff you got to get that tetanus booster right you know? oh really mm-hmm. why because i i fell off a ladder i gotta get a tetanus booster right right you know yeah. um <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah what do they say like oh if you eat soil and you don't have it you you're gonna get lockjaw 
Is that something we're really worried about? <laughs> e- no. Eating soil? No, I and mean, then, you know, believe me, it's all, it could be a whole other show, and maybe we should do it mm-hmm. in the future because I did some studying on childhood vaccines oh, over yeah. the years, and um, that's, I've. That's I've, a frightening, um, horrifying. I, yeah, it is. And. Um, you know, the big thing is, is that, uh, you know, just the, I believe they use that as a bridge to get to where we are today. Sure. No doubt. Because they, they conditioned people to yep. vaccination. And then now they're now it's like when all they had to do is to use the word vaccination. That's all they needed. And that's it. And they had to redefine it to make it all happen. Yeah. Okay, guys, so that's all the time we have left. We are going to turn this into episode part two, Olympus Has Fallen. And we may even try and put these out in the same week because this is pretty relevant information. But the big thing we're trying to get across is very simple, that the people that have perpetrated this you know, crime against humanity have all different people in, it admitted the, the various components of this are provably wrong, even from their perspective, and yet they're continuing to move forward with the with the agenda. The big thing we're going to talk about in this end of the uh, part of the next one is we'll talk about the Supreme Court hearing and uh, really how that's only, there's not a lot of victory there. It could have been worse, though, and that's what you're going to be surprised when you see our take on that. So God bless you guys, and we'll come back and uh, hear more next. Uh, actually, we may put two out in the same week. So uh, sounds good, Doc. Yeah, because, you know, Alex was sick, so we should do two this week, right? Yep. (laughs) All right. God bless you guys. We really appreciate all you loyal subscribers and listeners. It means the world to us that you take time to listen or are interested in anything that we have to say. We feel incredibly blessed. And if you know somebody that might like this podcast, we would really appreciate it if you would share this with them. Also, if you have time to write us a review, that would mean a lot as well, because I know it's a pain in the butt, we keep harping about it, but those algorithms really help bump us up and help others find us that might be looking for this information or a podcast to listen to. So if you could do that, so thankful for that. Also, our website, supernaturaljunkies.com, sign up for our email newsletter there. Any of the studies that we mention, we will put in a newsletter and you'll get links to that. Also, Kevin's book, The COVID Beast, is available for purchase on Kindle right now. And we have that information available on our website, supernaturaljunkies.com. His Audible version, as well as the paperback version, should be out anytime now. You don't want to miss out. And by signing up for that email newsletter, you will be the first to know because there are limited supplies. Thank you guys so much. We will have some Supernatural Junkies gear coming out soon because you guys have expressed an interest in that. We'll have some stickers as well as some t-shirts with our logo on there, the cartoon logos, and as well as hoodies, that kind of thing. If you want more information on that, you'll have to sign up for that email newsletter, supernaturaljunkies.com. Thank you guys so much. Have a blessed week.